And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. And welcome to the first official Script to Screen News Hour. Uh, this is Alan Mahana, and you are listening to us live on Radio Lebanon. Today is Friday, uh, Saturday, sorry, <laughs> September 1st, 2018, and it does mark the first official News Hour episode. Uh, this is very, very exciting, and I wouldn't be here. Uh, on this day to share with you this brand new evolution of the Script to Screen News Hour if it weren't for the co-captain, the co-pilot, the solo to my Chewbacca, Hod Solo. Hey, hey, Alan, how are you? There are small, like, issue, technical issues, yeah, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, some minor, minor technical issues. It's a little crazy doing the whole, like, fade out of the music while talking over the music. It's, uh, it's a little... It's a lot to it, do. It's, it's a lot to do. It's a lot yeah. to do. Um, so how are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pumped. well. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, it's, it's, uh, it's a nice evolution. Yeah. It, it definitely minimalizes a lot of stuff since we, we, you know, once a week we used to shove so much into one episode. Now we're able to kind of, you know, give each, each day its own value, its own purpose. You with spotlights starting yeah. next week. Yeah. Next uh, Friday. Next at, Friday. At, th- at three also. At three. Uh, we'll start with spotlight and our Saturday shows are now news hour shows. We yeah. talk about all things, headlines relating to cinema casting. series from castings to pre-production to what's starting to shoot, what's been delayed, uh, scandals, who knows? Stories. <laughs> stories. Everything, yeah, everything. Uh, uh, all, all headline stories. Um, but this whole minimalizing is, 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 is good. What's nice is we get to talk a bit more in depth about right. each topic right. and then, you know, give our two cents. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, our, our 2000 Lebanese liras. <laughs> <laughs> it's like earlier this week I had a, uh, I personally had a, a, a rebirth, not a renaissance because okay. that relates to culture and rebirth mm-hmm. is a more personal thing. So like uh, it was a rebirth and I started minimalizing and Nothing. now we're minimalizing on the show. So it's, awesome. it, everything is in balance. It's, it's, it's all great. in sync, you know, bye, it, bye, bye. No, yeah, okay. yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're not in syncing. No, no. Um, so uh, really minor little uh, uh, news here before we dive into our first major uh, um, headline. Uh, Disney's streaming service finally yep. has a name. Yep. It's Disney Play. Wow. <laughs> like. <laughs> How much money do you think they spent on like research and. What should we call it? Uh, you're, you're talking money. I'm like, yeah. how much time did it take you to come up with Disney Play? Uh, I mean, like, really? I you couldn't it, have come up with, like, something else? Like, Disney you know, Play. You know, it's kind of catchy, I think. It know? is, but it, it it's, it's kind of... It, you it's know, playful. Disney is playful. So why not Disney Play and, and play... Yeah, but don't you... Like, isn't there already, play? like, Google Play? Google Play. Oh no, it's the Play Store. Yeah. Oh, it's the Google Play Store. Yeah. That's why. Okay. So I was, I was. A but there is a Play at Google. So yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's. I don't know. I, I, I was expecting something a little. Let's see what the content is going to be. How it's going to be. What's going to yeah. happen. And, and and then. And since it is family friendly, I guess Disney Play works. Yeah, yeah, for the kids. Uh, as for the adults, because we are all little children deep down inside. At heart, yeah, yeah I know. Like I, I'm definitely going to be binging anything that's on Disney yeah. Play, that's for sure. Uh, some of the old sitcoms. I know, you know, like some of their old content is going to be on on the site. So th- anything that they've produced, um, you know, whether it be serialized or, or film-wise, you know, I, I can't mm. wait to see some of their older content given a second life again yeah, you know to, like to watch it again the old gargoyles show maybe i don't know boy meets world yeah. smart guy smart guy whatever happened smart to that guy. guy is he still taj mari oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty um, buffed now and he's big and, yeah you know? i mean not big you well, can only get so high but like he is pretty buffed yeah. he was on the sitcom uh, um something daddy um it was on abc family Ugh. 
I have no idea. I, uh, baby Daddy. Baby Daddy. Yeah, the sitcom Baby Daddy. Oh, he was yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. He's his best friend. He's the main character's yeah. best friend. Yeah. Uh, he went from being a smart guy to a best friend. Yeah. <laughs> a smart guy can be a best friend. Sure, yeah. sure, <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's go ahead and jump right in with our, with our first uh, topic of discussion today. Um, this movie franchise has been... Uh, uh, you know, that's been getting a lot of limelight, a lot of spotlight. Um, ooh, whoops, I can't say that word because people get confused now. Mm -hmm. um, but it's been it's been in the news a lot lately um, because of so many different castings and director changes, and it's, it's, it's it getting a little messy. It's yeah, never-ending never story. It's, it's been changing and changing and evolving, and just like the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, just just like the show for for the best. But uh, I don't even know. I don't even know where, where, where to start because. Um, we, we wanted to talk about the fact that Alec Baldwin was supposedly cast as Thomas Wayne, and that was exciting to see him kind of take on a role in a, in a superhero film, yeah. but he just walked away like two yeah. days ago. But, but let's break it down. We're talking because there, there, there are several topics within, yeah, 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 within yeah. Gotham. So, so basically, first of all, we're talking about the Joker. Yeah, Todd the Joker Phillips, from Todd Phillips' uh, Joker film. Yeah, uh, which is which actually that happened pretty fast. Yeah, that was super uh, fast. And then on the other end, you have the whole Batman film, the, yes. whole, the new with, with ba Ben Affleck or not or who knows who, uh, being helmed by Matt Reeves. Yeah, absolutely, for now, for now, because you never know. It was supposed to be by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck, and then Matt Reeves. I think there was another director before, and then yeah, and then Matt, Matt Reeves, Reeves finally yeah. they, they've chosen him. I mean, I like him as a, as a choice, but yeah. we'll get into that a little later. So Joker. Let's, yes, let's, let's focus on Todd Phillips' Joker first. Um, so uh, the, the casting so far, we know that it, Joaquin Phoenix is playing the role. There was an image yep. that was released earlier today with him looking extremely thin. So he's like complete. He's losing he's so much weight, weight yeah. for this role, which is again, Joaquin Phoenix is one of these actors that really gets into a role. He's I very think, method, and he is very method. So yeah. that does excite me. I'm not one, a big fan of Joaquin Phoenix, but I have res respected him in a I lot of really, his work. I, I really like him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, so he's confirmed. Robert De Niro is also attached to the film, yeah. um, and he's playing uh, some. I think he's like a a, a journalist or a reporter or something, and he's going to be kind of following the events the that are yeah. that are happening in Gotham at the time. Um, and then we got to Alec Baldwin yeah. supposedly going to be playing Thomas Wayne, who is, in fact, Batman's, Bruce Wayne's yeah. father. And supposedly um, Wayne Manor was supposed to be a, a very important location or a key location in this film. Um, but what was it like two days ago? Was it two yeah, days ago? Yeah, a couple of days ago, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin stepped away. He's like, so nope. now that's faltered. And I'm sure this is going to create some delays in production because if they don't have their entire cast yet, it's, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, but the idea of the Wayne Mansion and Thomas Wayne kind of excited me because I wasn't sure if we were going to be anywhere close to the Wayne family in this film. Um, but it did excite me a little bit. I was almost like tease my own imagination tease me. But like uh, with the concept of maybe could we possibly see a young Bruce? Could we possibly see a, a Martha Wayne? Could we, you know, like, it was kind of like these ideas of, like, interesting. I kind of like where this is going. I'm still hesitant with Todd Phillips kind of being the director. Yeah. Considering uh, he's done, like, what the is hangover it? Like, yeah, like, gross-out comedy movies and, and over-the-top comedy yeah. films. So I don't know if he is enough to handle something like this, as gruesome and as sadistic as the Joker. Um, if, if you look at the big picture, you have Scorsese producing. Yeah. Which is interesting so yeah. he's gonna have his two cents and i like joaquin phoenix and I, de niro's in it yeah uh i mean yeah again when you look at all the names the yeah. names are I know, aside from todd phillips. Uh, yeah todd phillips is like a question mark but who knows maybe he'll have this kind of uh, darkish twist he had the movie with uh, miles teller and uh war dogs yeah yeah. Which was kind of interesting. So maybe if he takes it even further into a darker notch, a more 
mental kind of thing. It I mean, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm all for directors kind of experimenting and trying genres that they're not that they're not not interested in. But, but like, they're, they're not, not known for. used to, yeah. right? They're not built for. Again, sometimes you hit magic. Yeah. I mean, Robin Williams was known as Hook and Mrs. Doubtfire, and then he knocked out with One Hour Photo, yeah. um, and that was completely out of uh, the park for him. Also, look at Jim Carrey's career. He hasn't always been Ace yeah, Ventura. You the know, Truman like, Show. Truman Show. You've got Eternal Sunshine. Mm. Of the Spotless Mind, you've got um, the Majestic number twenty three. Yeah, the number twenty three. I kind of like that movie. I think it's slightly underrated. (laughs) Um, And now he has a new TV show on Showtime called Kidding, which also is very. It's by the director Michel Gondry from uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, so it's very, it's it's got that very darkish feel to it. Um, So I'm again, I'm I'm open for Todd. I'm I'm excited, nervous because DC needs a good kind of like mark again. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people say that Wonder Woman is that. Fa- it's not. It's really not. Um, mm. uh, you know, in a couple sure. of years, we'll forget about Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be something that is the Dark Knight trilogy, for yeah. example. You know what I mean? Like that for DC, that was like, whoa, you know, and then it just kind of went slightly downhill from yeah. there. So I'm hoping that DC gets another uh, rebirth. Um, but who knows? Let, let's wait and see what happens. I'm, I'm, I am happy. I am excited about this whole Joker movie. At first, I was like, no, is it going to work? And, and, and then they started to like throw names around like DiCaprio, and then Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix got mm-hmm. the part. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad they didn't go with DiCaprio. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big DiCaprio fan, but I'm slightly glad they didn't go with DiCaprio. I don't know. I don't know if he... But here's physically, the thing. Here's the thing. physically, I, I, physically, he I think it. that he could have he could have been an interesting Joker. I think. Really, the eyes, the eyes. He has the that look. He, Django, remember that that scene in Django when he's really angry and yeah, he breaks yeah. the, and he has that whole rage. I think I think he would have been interesting. But Joaquin Phoenix, because Joaquin Phoenix, remember him in Gladiator? Yeah, man, that's yeah. So he had that that kind of like he has the psychotic and yes, yeah, and so, he. Physically, I mean, yeah. like when you look at Joaquin Phoenix's profile, mm-hmm. you see Joker's yeah. pointiness. You yeah. see With the, the long face, the lip, the pointy yeah. nose. You see it. That's what I'm saying about DiCaprio. Although I'm, I'm sure he is more than capable of doing a role or, you know, being in a role like this. Um, Physically, he just doesn't scream Joker to me. Whereas Joaquin, especially with the image um, of him complete, like slimming down, yeah. he he's going to be a very interesting yeah i think so joker. he's going to bring a lot of layers to the character yeah. a lot of depth yeah. because the joker is a very interesting character it's oh, a very it's misunderstood character literally one of my favorite dc characters and again i know this kind of sucks but we have to go back to ledger who who won an, an oscar for for his portrayal of, mm-hmm. of the joker and and it was just amazing he was so psychotic and captivating and at times you were rooting for 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 Ledger's Joker in, yeah, in the film. Absolutely. Uh, and even Nicholson's version was very interesting, much more much closer to the comic books. Yeah, yeah. But he also did the role justice because when when people chose Ledger, by the way, people were like, "What?" Oh yeah, a lot of people Re- flipped out. Nobody really? was happy with the idea of Ledger. The, the you guy know, from Ten Things I right. Hate About You and a Night's, Night's Tale, Tale yeah. and and all. But that. look what he did. So yeah. so. With Phoenix, he has a bit more background, a bit more experience. I think I think he's gonna do a good job. But I hope because DC have had issues, we we oh, all yeah. know that. Yeah. I, I do hope that all this is gonna end up being like a, a good film, a, 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 not a fun film, but a dark film that's gonna make you think. Yeah, because that's the the whole the Joker asks asks so many questions and. He, he's a fantastic character, and I hope they'll use him, utilize him properly. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, with, with, uh, with everything that Marvel's doing with the way, it, it, Marvel's kind of set the bar of what a superhero film is supposed to be or uh, a comic book film is supposed to be because of their success. I almost feel like DC, uh, the worlds of DC, needs to kind of step away from the norm and start thinking outside of the box yep. and start doing things that are more... Uh, um, you know, art film based and things that don't necessarily seem like they are superhero films, mm-hmm. even though they are. This is what made them successful with the Dark Knight trilogy is that it really had this very dark, uh, um, uh, grounded in a reality 
kind of feel to it. And I think with Justice League and Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad, they've been trying to do the typical, you know, uh, not so grounded yeah. superhero stuff, which is, I think, where their misstep happened mm-hmm. um, because they were trying to copy the Marvel formula so much. I think they need to forget the Marvel formula and they need to be like, okay, we are the world yeah. of DC. What sets DC apart from Marvel? Mm-hmm. And that's what they need to be thinking about. They need to be different. They cannot be copying or using the same I, formula. I, I think with the, the Joker film, they will because they already have a much smaller budget for the movie. It does, it's, it's not a, like multi-million huge thing. It has a very tight budget and I think they'll focus more on character and uh, well, I mean, with Scorsese involved, yeah. that's what Scorsese normally does. Yeah, it it could, does. It focus could be like uh, like like a casino mm, uh, mm. mixed with uh, mm. Goodfellas with Joe. Mm. I think it could if it has that vibe. I think it could be a very very successful interesting. Movie. Yeah, and I think it could breathe life into the Joker's character mm. again because you know after Heath we got Jared Leto, and although I'm a big fan of Jared, I love Jared Leto. This was a mistake. Like the portrayal of the Joker in that sense was a mistake. T- to me, it, it wasn't a mistake. To, to me, he wasn't given enough time or the proper storyline. I think he could Maybe. have been interesting, but Maybe. He, he shows in Suicide Squad for. 10 minutes. Yeah, although the trailer made it yeah. seem like he was a bigger was part of the, the film. He was the yeah. like, leader of the Suicide Squad. Right. Uh, false marketing. But but again, let's wait and see how this goes. But but the problem lies, if, if we want to look at the whole DC issue, mm-hmm. is that, okay, this movie can be grounded, but what about movies like Aquaman? What about movies like Wonder Woman or, or Superman? They can't be as grounded as they, they should be. But I don't think... They will because they've already released movies and and Aquaman is coming out yeah, in November yeah, yeah. and I think it's going to be over the top and kind of well, yeah. marvelish and yeah. that superhero extravaganza. It's not going to be very character yeah. driven. And and again, this this just goes back to this thing that we've spoken about on the show uh, before, which is the lack of vision that DC has. They don't have a unified vision as to what they believe the world of DC is. Yeah. And the, you know, the more that they function on that in this manner, the more we're going to feel very confused as to what DC is doing. Yep. But from the last conversation or um, there was an article that came out with the president of DC talking and um, it almost felt like what they're going for now are more standalone films Mm -hmm. and not necessarily films that are interconnected. Mm. Um, They're not going to worry about the whole idea of interconnection and not entirely a shared universe. They're going to be dealing with more standalone films up until... But maybe some characters, the the original Justice League will stick to doing their Justice League uh, uh, thing. But we'd need a Batman for that first, yeah, we, which we brings need. us to our second uh, storyline here, uh, headline here within uh, the city of Gotham, yeah. uh, which is that we still don't have a Batman. No. Because uh, well, it doesn't seem like ba- uh, ba- Batfleck, ben, yeah. ben Affleck is, um, we still don't know if he's stepped away from the role or oh, not. He is still, yeah. There's still a big giant question mark. Um, but we do know that uh, uh, Oscar Isaac was approached uh, by for, DC and he had a, a meeting with... With DC for a role, we still don't know what that role is. Um, but, but there are the, rumors that he is going to be taking on the cowl. But, but, but here's the thing: he can. Uh, Isaac is so interesting that I think he could do almost anything. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see him as Bruce. He would be a really kick-ass Batman, but you could see him as a villain too. Oh he yeah, has, he has that. Yeah, and that that's it's a smart choice. I, I don't know if it's kind of a mini marketing stunt. Uh, as to I'm interview sure him and to get people sure to talk a, about it. To uh, see if there is an interest, maybe. Like, yeah. they're testing the audience to see how the audience would react yeah, to as him feed- being Batman. Online to see the feedback, absolutely. I mean, honestly, look, Oscar Isaac is a handsome dude. Um, he's got some acting chops. Yep. Um, I would not object to him being Bruce Wayne. I would not at all object to him being I, Bruce I Wayne. I wouldn't object. It's definitely... Uh, it's definitely uh, um, um, and, you know, uh, no matter how I say this is going to come off a little weird, but it's definitely a slight uh, uh, racial uh, uh, bend uh, okay. because Oscar Isaac is from a, a, a Latino background. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, you know, for a rule like Bruce, uh, 
he still fits. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he still has that suaveness. Uh, he's, he has, I think he has an interesting build. I think he, he can take a beating. Uh, we've seen him running and then playing action stuff in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, he's, I don't think he's a bad choice. He's an interesting choice, definitely. But I would rather see him as a villain myself. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm torn between two characters. And one has been talked about and the other... Not so. Uh, okay. so. So the first character is Two-Face. Ooh, they, okay. I, I read somewhere online that he could be a potential Two-Face, and he could, you know, bring that... Oh, yeah, yeah, he, d- he definitely could. Because you, you have his very poised and calm, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. his very, like... Argh. But I don't know why I see him as the penguin. Maybe the face, the nose, Ooh. the... Like a, like a young penguin. That would it. definitely... That would be interesting. It would be interesting, but it would be a definite, uh, um, uh, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like when you distance yourself, definite... Um, Disassoci- disassociation? Yeah, it's like he, he wouldn't fit what the penguin looks like in the comic books he, because the penguin is kind of short and stubby and, and that's kind of how he's been portrayed. Although in yeah. the TV series Gotham, he's not so mm-hmm. stubby. Um, I don't, it's interesting. Although Josh Gad was, uh, had interest in playing that role. See, I would love Josh, Josh Gad in that role. I don't know how serious he, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Again, um, a lot of maybes. But I, I, like for Oscar Isaac, I wouldn't mind seeing him. And the, the problem with this is also that people don't know if, what the story is going to be about. Because is it going to be about a young Bruce Wayne? Right, is it going to be about right. an old uh, Bruce Wayne, right. because that that's for an old Bruce Wayne, go for uh, uh, Josh Brolin. I would love to oh. see Josh Brolin as an older Batman. Wow, yes, he would be like you yes. know beaten up and yes, oh, we've already seen him as as Thanos. We've already seen him as Cable. Why not just why not? yes? Why not do DC? Give him the trifecta, be, yeah, man. Yeah, give, be Batman. Give him the trifecta, or it could be someone much younger, like 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 Oscar Isaac or or, yeah. or, or someone else. Um, well, according to Matt Reeves, he did give some new insight about his vision for the Batman film, which was basically he wanted the film to be very point of view, noir driven, definitive Batman story. So I think we're going back to that idea of, you know, what the Dark Knight trilogy kind of gave us um, uh, and what maybe even the older animated Batman series, that classic animated WB uh, uh, mm. You know what I'm talking about? The animated yeah, series, yeah, of course. It was very film noir. It was very, um, you know, the music and the way that was shot, and a lot of stuff happened at night, and not a lot of daytime scenes. It was very much film noir driven, and yeah. at his core, Bruce Wayne is kind of like a private detective. Like, it, you know, he's not so kick Absolutely. buddy all the time. He was the person who was deducing and putting clues together yep. and, and analyzing and, you know, researching. And that was Bruce. So yeah. I would be interested to see a more intellectual Bruce Wayne or a more uh, analytical Bruce Wayne, which we really haven't seen 100% on screen. We True. sort of got it with Ben Affleck, but not even, not even enough because he was beating people up and branding them. So, yeah. um but that, that would be what I would be interested in mm-hmm. seeing is a more film noir, slow-esque, again, art filmish kind of Batman. Yeah. Uh, for me, that would be what I would love to see. Yeah, adding, adding to you and going back to what I was saying, definitely I would like to see the older version, actually. Because yeah. we've seen how Batman came to be with Michael Keaton. We've seen him with uh, Christian Bale. We saw a somewhat older Batman uh, with Ben Affleck, but well, like we, I want an even yeah, older one. Yeah, I want someone who's who's lost uh, people, right. who's a damaged kind of Batman, and who's back in the game. And as you said, trying to stick things together, clues, and solve a lot and of things. And maybe realizing he can't wear the cowl anymore and bringing in someone new, mm. a la the old animated show Batman Beyond, yeah. which had an older Bruce Wayne, but it had a younger kid mm-hmm. being Batman. Yeah. Um, that would be an interesting new uh, kind of second life for the Batman storyline, Definitely, I think. Uh, if they give us an older Batman and then give us someone younger, maybe not do the futuristic beyond, but give someone else the cowl. You know, let it not be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, be, again, I, I want the superhero genre to start thinking out of the box. And even if they have to kind of step away from the source material in some degree while respecting the 
source material, I think it's time to give the superhero genre a new um, evolution. Again, evolution is like the word of the day. Yeah. Um, to kind of give it a second life, to give it something new um, so that it can last all these years forward. Because I think we're starting to get this kind of fatigue of the superhero, superhero, superhero. Like, unless they're going to be kind of um, spreading the films out much longer so that it's not like three superhero films a year, um, you know, they need to give us something new. And, and uh, yeah, that's, so that's my two cents on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've practically said everything we have to say about Batman. What, what else is left? I mean... What villain would be present in the film? Look, Batman is an iconic. I mean, there's uh, there's so many villains an, in in, in yeah. the material in the source material. Yeah, and and Batman is is an iconic uh, character. Is an iconic uh, one of the the first superheroes to be portrayed on TV. It mm -hmm. was Superman, mm -hmm. and then Batman with And and you know they have to do this character justice. They've they kind do. of left him. Behind, they focused on Superman. They focused on Wonder Woman, on Aquaman. I think they also he's a very sensitive character. They can't mess it up. They have to. Yeah, because he's the only human element out of all of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, you've, yeah. you've got Barry Allen as the Flash. You've got you know Cyborg. You've got Superman. You've got Wonder Woman. You've got Aquaman. Batman is the only one that's that could actually die. Yeah. I mean, like legit, and not come back. You know what I mean? Uh, unlike the others. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what's to come. It's definitely, uh, you know, we're living in, in, a, in a very news. I mean, look at you and I, while trying to fig figure out this episode, we had so many storylines after we decided what we want to talk about. We had so many headlines coming in. So it's, it, it, you know, news is starting to pick up again, which is nice. Um, so who knows what will happen uh, a month from now, in a couple of weeks from now, what more we'll hear about Gotham City yep. and the Dark Knight that protects it. So the second uh, news story is so many of them uh, that we're going to be discussing today uh, do focus on the galaxy far, far away. The Star Wars franchise, a franchise that both Hod Solo and I uh, absolutely love um, to the point of... Uh, slight unhealthy obsession, but I mean, we do love it. Um, so many, so many news headlines coming out uh, regarding episode nine, which is supposed to premiere next year, uh, December of next year. Um, uh, production is underway, and there have been some leaked set photos, which have excited and caused speculation craziness uh, uh, to 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 launch. Uh, but not just the set photos. We've got so many casting calls, it's becoming a headache. So many new actors in yeah. this film. Like, it's crazy. Uh, what is J.J. Abrams trying to do here? Um, on top of what the IMDb storyline states, uh, potential titles, uh, possible, uh, you know, storyline leaks, concept art, it's crazy. It's absolute chaos. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a galaxy gone wild. So, um, where do we begin? <laughs> where, 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 that's like the song. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Uh, let's, let's talk about the casting. I mean, sure. every, every day you have someone popping up. Uh, this person has been cast. This person has been cast. This person has been cast. And I mean, it started with the official, with the official cast, yeah. uh, which included Mark Hamill uh, uh, returning as Luke. Uh, Anthony Daniels returning as C-3PO. Uh, um, Billy Day... Will, uh, Billy D. D. Williams, Williams. Uh, returning as Lando Calrissian, and uh, um, Carrie Fisher, the late Carrie Fisher, returning as Princess Leia from footage uh, that was shot during The Force Awakens. Yeah. So that was already, you know, a big, huge uh, um, reveal. And then you had um, Carrie Russell, you had Richard E. Grant and Naomi Aki, and yep. Ed Harris, yep. four massive actors joining the cast, none of which we know who they're being cast as. And then a couple of weeks go by, and we hear about Dominic Monaghan uh, yep. from Lost. Uh, he played Charlie, Charlie, right? Charlie, Charlie yeah. on Lost. Guys, where are we? You know that guy. He also played uh, Pippin in The Lord, Lord of the Rings. Of the Rings. Uh, Pippin? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Not I Mary. Think, Mary or Pippin? Ah, I always get them confused. I I'm think, so I bad. Think, I think Pippin. I think so. No, I think it's it's it, no, it's Mary. You're he sure? played. Yeah, he played Mary. Pippin is the other guy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he's now joined the cast, and then two days ago, Matt Smith, the eleventh, uh, uh, the twelfth Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. Um, no, the eleventh. I'm sorry, the eleventh Doctor, because the twelfth was. You're the Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, I'm the Doctor Who fan, because the twelfth was Peter Capaldi. So the eleventh Doctor, Matt Smith, has just been cast, and his casting announcement is very intriguing because he just wasn't just cast. No, he's cast in a key role. Yeah. So I don't know what even that means. It's. Cr- I'm starting to get very frustrated because so many different castings. I don't even know what to think of all this. Is this going to be like a massive uh, smoothie? Uh, is this going to even work with all these new characters coming in for the quote-unquote final S- uh, Skywalker Saga movie? Your thoughts? I think I think it'll work. I mean, they have no choice but to make it work. Fans are really upset with The Last Jedi. Fans and were really Solo. upset with The Force Awakens. Uh they have to do this right. I think JJ is smart, the smart decision as a director to to do this justice to to like. There's kind of an echo. Yeah, somewhere. there's a weird echo. Yeah, sorry for about that, guys. There's like we're under the sea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, actually, we're in a galaxy far, far away. We are. That was that was a definite uh, space uh, spa- atmosphere yeah. sound. Yep. Uh, so yeah, JJ, I think is going to bring a lot of like interesting things to the story. Uh, I have a good feeling about this. I am enjoying the names. I am enjoying. Good feeling. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am enjoying the names. I am enjoying the casting. Uh, I don't know who they're gonna be, but I'm intrigued. They have my attention. Uh, I love Star Wars. I loved. I I really enjoyed the last two. We always have this debate about people not liking first Awakens and so on. But but personally, it 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 was really good for me. I'm. I'm the guy that got like massive chills looking at Cine Orchestra, which is like this big concert that happened in, in Lebanon last week, um, you know, where they played cinema music and they played a, a Star Wars suite that lasted eight minutes. That was their longest piece of that night. Um, I got chills. I was tearing up. I love Star Wars to death. I'm just afraid. I'm so afraid because we've been it's become such a such a toxic kind of franchise to talk about now. Yeah. It it scares me, you know? I don't want it to fail. I don't want it to 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 um I really don't want it to fail. If this is the last Skywalker film, then we deserve the Star Wars film that we deserve. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? A horribly uh, built-up sentence, but you get what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like it it's I want. I don't want this to be overly stuffed. Where not all the characters get enough screen time, um, you know. Where where I just want it to work. You know, I want it to work. I think it'll work. And if they get Ed Harris, he doesn't have to have a huge part. He can have like a meaningful small part, which brings essence to the story. Uh, the same with with other characters. Now, as to uh, who these characters are going to be? They could be who knows race parents. They could be resistance fighters. Oh, they I could don't want be, them to be race parents. They could be uh, what are they called? Uh, people from from the 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 Knights of Ren? No, no not like I, I just you brain farted. My, my, my brain just you you brain farted. I mean, there are a lot of spec. There is a lot of speculation that some of these characters might end up being Knights of Ren. Uh, f- for example, like Carrie Russell. Um, uh, possibly Matt Smith, possibly Richard E. Grant. There has been talk about the because JJ introduced this thing in The, first the Force one. Awakens. We didn't get a lick of it in The Last Jedi, where a lot of us were expecting to see Knights of Ren in The Last Jedi. We didn't get a lick of the Knights of Ren, which is a concept that JJ introduced that I loved. You know, like again, it went back to having an army of Jedi, an army of Sith, whatever. It kind of called back to the good parts of the, the prequel, the prequel yeah. trilogy. Um, so I hope the Knights of Ren come back. I hope that there is a comeback for the Knights of Ren. Um, but again, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I would love to see Matt Smith in a villain role. I think he has the potential to play a, a very, you know, be, Baddie, like a big baddie. Bad guy, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say a, a word that I really can't say on 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 the air. So yeah, I mean, I I I don't know how where this is going. I'm trying to, personally. I'm trying to avoid as much as I can uh, these Star Wars. Oh, I must news. have put you in a really ugly spot yeah, today yeah, because no, no, I no. want to discuss all no, this. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But because you, you know, the problem with Star Wars is 
by the problem online is that whenever anyone announces anything, there's a lot of toxicity. And we talked right, about right, this. Right. And I'm trying to get away from that and just let them do their thing and let's see what happens in the end. Sure. Because the, the movie might flop, might be the, the terrible catastrophe, and that's definitely not what either of us want. Oh, not at all. We, not we at want all. To, to, to end this saga properly on, yeah. a, on a good note, on a, uh, a happy or sad note. We'll, we'll see how the, the, the ending is uh, within itself. But again... Uh, Star Wars means means so much to everyone, and I think people are taking things way too personally online. And know why did you cast this person? Why did right, you cast right, that person? Right. Why did you say this? Why did you say that? I think people need just like to kind of relax and let the whole process happen and and see what the movie how it turns out to be. Right. So I mean, uh, definitely me bringing this up, me wanting to have this conversation with you, uh, was not to bring our mm. the toxicity into script to screen. Definitely, uh, of course, uh, for sure not. We're very anti toxic, right. you and I. So, so, but I did want to have this conversation with you because, uh, again, who who else am I going to have yeah. a Star Wars conversation with? Um, so, we you know we we kind of mentioned that this is going to be the final film, um, but for- if you read the IMDb page, um. The, the, the storyline on the IMDb page for episode 9 simply states the conclusion of the new Star Wars trilogy. Not the Skywalker saga, not the final film, but it simply says the, con- you know, the conclusion of the new Star Wars trilogy. So do you think there is a possibility that the new Star Wars trilogy will end, but then not really end? To where they won't hopefully put themselves in a corner again so that if they want to pick up the pieces of the Skywalker saga, they still can? Look, what's interesting about the whole topic today, the two topics, is I think we're talking about two studios that are kind of lost and confused. Mm -hmm. And it's somewhat reflecting in what's happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would they do with... uh, Is this going to be the final Skywalker trilogy? I wouldn't have a problem if they explored other things. Okay. Rogue, Rogue One was kind of n- not Skywalker. It was right, w- right, within that universe, right. and I really enjoyed that movie. Right. Um, why not think of other characters? Maybe characters we don't know. Maybe, okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be original and to have fresh ideas. Sure, sure. I wouldn't mind certain specific spin-offs, not spin-offs left and right. Right, okay. Uh, I think we've discussed uh, an Obi-Wan Kenobi I would spin-off. Love, that would be very I would interesting. Love that. I don't know if I would be down so much personally for a Boba Fett. A Boba. 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 Me and Thanos, Thanos, Boba, Boba. Uh, so tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. See, I, I, I don't know if I would be like 100% down for that. Right. But, but m- m- the Force is, is everywhere. It's not just mm-hmm. the Skywalkers. At this point, within, if you want, the, the timeline, mm-hmm. it is uh, with the Skywalkers. Uh, they're the peak of the Force mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but what about other families other characters galaxies galaxies they can do so much they can have so much fun with the whole Star Wars universe and they can expand it and they can make people fall in love with it again because I think people have fallen out of love and I think if they end this movie again I'm repeating myself but on a good note and Mm -hmm. people love it and I in my in my heart, I think JJ will do this film a lot of justice. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm I'm hopeful. I have a new hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if JJ concludes that, I think okay, that's that's it for the Skywalkers. Let's see what's next. Let's see what else we can do with other characters, with with with, with new characters. Uh, I I loved uh, what was her name? Uh, well, not uh, Jin. Jin Erso. Oh Urso. yeah! What a what a what a fantastic character! Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, and, and yep, yep, and yep. So everybody, yeah. everybody on Jin Erso's team in Rogue One. I loved all yeah, of them. Yeah. I loved all of them. Um, speaking of, you know, uh, a new hope and all that stuff. Uh, there are two uh, titles that are uh, floating around the cyber uh, realm. Um, that could be the potential titles for Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have a favorite. Out of the two, um, but we could potentially see Star Wars Episode Nine: A New Order or Star Wars Episode Nine: Spark of Hope. 
Um, Spark of Hope, that's from a line that Oscar Right, that Isaac. was a line from uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah. You know, we are going to be the spark that brings down yeah. the whatever. Um, and then there's uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: A New Order. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have a favorite of the two. I don't know if you do as well, if you're leaning towards one more than the other. Um, I'm leaning towards the idea of one, but not the name. Well, what's yours? Let, let's see. Okay, so I'm a bigger fan of A New Order. Okay, I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am a bigger fan of A New Order. I think Spark of Hope is too much like A New Hope, and yeah. I don't know if... <sighs> it just feels like a cheap nostalgia thing that that they, they could be doing. Um, but I do like A New Order because, again, A New Order doesn't put a finality to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of leaves it open that now there's a new order, so there could be way more story to tell. Whether it be with Skywalkers or without Skywalkers, there could be a story to tell. Yeah. Um, and just w- really quick, uh, to go back to something that you were mm-hmm. saying, where the, like, the universe is large and they could be telling us mm-hmm. so many other stories. I wouldn't mind if they give us new stories Um, new trilogies with new characters or whatever, but I don't want them to forget the legacy of the Skywalkers within those trilogies. I still think there should be, uh, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, characters should know of these events. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. The the one thing that I feel like bothered me, again, and this is going back to The Last Jedi, but one of the things that bothered me in The Last Jedi was it almost felt like everything that was done in The Force Awakens was sort of forgotten. And nobody was kind of talking about what had happened or it it just felt like bleh. You know what I mean? Um, And I don't want that to occur. I don't want that to happen with anything that goes forward. Darth Vader, I mean... Again, it's Darth Vader. And then what happened in the prequels is is so important, whether it be in relation to the Force or in relation to the prophecy or in relation to... All these things should be taken into consideration going forward. And there should be kind of a respect to the legacy that I, came before. I think, I think that's why, why Rogue One is pretty good as an example. Yes. Because it's its own story, but with these hints. So you have right. a bit of Vader at the end. Right, right. And, and half through the movie. So right. yeah, it doesn't lose that, but it's its own animal, its own beast. Right. So that's why I kind of like A New Order. What about you? I, I like the idea of A Spark of Hope, not the name. <laughs> no, because I'm a hopeful person. Yeah, I'm a yeah, very I positive know, I know, person. I know. Uh, definitely not the names. It's A Spark of Hope. It's As you said, it's a cheesy ripoff of right. A New Hope. Uh, but but something, again, about bringing hope to the galaxy, bringing uh, hope to the Skywalker, because because at the end of The Last Jedi, there was a lot of hopelessness. Yep. Uh, they were alone. There's No one's coming to rescue them. Yeah. There were like six people alive at the end of the film. And and so you need hope. And, and there's a line which, again, I think... Uh, Jane Urso says, uh, uh, "Resistance." No, rebellions. Rebellions are, are based on are, are, are built, built on, on our hope. hope. Yeah. So yeah, so so the, I like that that kind of whole notion of hoping and fighting and standing up for 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 what what's right. Yeah. So, so I like that positiveness. But again, the name itself, no. The idea, okay. yes. Okay, deal. So, and then um, um, really quick, we just want to go through those really quick. There was a possible uh, a leak for what is supposed to occur in Act 1 or sort of the idea of what is happening in uh, uh, Episode 9, which is supposed to see a big time gap between mm-hmm. The Last Jedi and Episode 9. Um to where, uh, uh, you know, Poe and Finn and other other uh, Resistance members, including Leia, are trying to gather people to New join people. the Resistance, yeah. to kind of rebuild the Resistance. However, it's it seems to be a little harder than people expected mm-hmm. due to the fact that not everybody is really against Kylo Ren. And a lot of people see him as a potentially good leader yeah. versus... Um, you know, the other leaders, dictatorial reader, leaders that came before. Or Snoke, yeah. Yeah, this is very interesting to me, and it gives Star Wars, again, it gives it this little pinch of politics, which I was a big fan of mm-hmm. in the prequel series. Um, and I think it'd be, it's, it's very interesting if they play this little switch to where some people are just okay with the First Order ruling, and they're, they're not bothered by it. Um, I think that, politically, I think that's mm. very interesting, and it gives a very interesting setup for Episode Nine. What do you think? I'm not a very political person. <laughs> Sometimes I like to like... Yeah, you know, just like completely detached. Yeah. Just, look, it could be interesting. 
why not? Why, uh, the, the, the angle, that, that specific angle, that twist to it, that people not support Kylo Ren, but that are okay yeah. with him could be interesting and making it harder for people to see the bad side of him and why should they join the resistance and what happens. Why not? Yeah. The, the, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's very limited. Again, <laughs> I'm trying to stay as far away as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And I'm okay. sorry about that. No, no, it's And okay. I know we talked about, like, uh, the, the episode before. Yeah, uh, yeah, But I'm yeah. trying to get, like, as, as, as much into it as I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just another final, final little leak that came out, a potential concept art rumor, and then I'll just end it right here, is the potential that J.J. is probably going to pick up the another thread that he kind of left open, which is Vader, mm. to kind of bring that back in, uh, which makes a lot of sense if we are to go by what he said, which is he wants to interlink all of the trilogies together yeah. in this episode. So bringing back the concept of Vader makes a lot of sense here. Um, potentially maybe a forced ghost. Maybe Anakin is going to visit his grandson. You, you know, it could be a lot of different things. But the concept art rumor has Kylo Ren in his throne room looking out the window. And in the window, you kind of see a reflection of a hybrid force ghost of Anakin's face and Vader's face. So it's... So it's, is Vader really... Uh did he make peace with himself at the end of Return of Yeah, the- so that's it's very interesting for me to kind of maybe show this, again, this kind of gray yeah. uh, Jedi yeah. to the union of uh, light and dark, which, again, goes back to the idea of a new order would be very interesting. Mm. Um, so that that's it. We'll, we'll put an end to the Star yeah. Wars speculation for now because I don't want to drive Hattie crazy. No, 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 no. On the contrary, it's good to talk about these things. But again, let's all be positive about this. Let's yeah. see what they do. Uh, and let's watch the movie next December. I mean, I, I'm exactly. really excited. I can't wait. I mean, me neither. I mean, me neither. It's Star Wars. And I, I want to see how it ends. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So really quick, um, speaking of positivity, let's talk about the positive thing. We're going to do a really interesting thing here yep. on Script to Screen. Nobody seems to be doing this uh, uh, that we know of. Uh, the majority of the time when people talk about box office, we're talking about the international or the global box office. We want to focus on our country. We yeah. want to focus on Lebanon's Lebanon, box office yeah. and kind of discuss it. So even if you are not Lebanese and if you're living outside and you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Enrami, uh, um, you know, maybe this is interesting to you. Yeah, you can so, maybe you can check out some of the movies, right. uh, like Lebanese movies, Egyptian movies. Exactly. Iranian, whatever, like French movies. Why so not? So we're definitely going to be going more in depth in the following weeks on yeah. NewsHour. Considering this is our first week, we're kind of just going to give you what this, the top five films this summer, this summer were. Yeah. And in, in uh, um, descending order. Yeah. Descending or ascending? Like I from forget. one to five? No, I meant from five to one. Descending. That's descending. Okay. Yeah, because you go. Yeah, down. okay, that's okay. Thank or you. Or ascending. I don't know. I don't know. You can From five me. to one, yeah. whatever. Okay, so uh, at number five, we had the Equalizer, which um, basically had around 24,000 tickets sold yeah. for the film. This was re- this is really good. Well done for uh, Empire movies. Yeah. Good job, uh, Denzel. Th- yep, good job, Denzel, for <laughs> distributing this film. What was number four, Had? Number four was Mamma Mia 2. Here, okay. here we go again. Also, cute, fun summer flick. Yep, yep. Was nice. Uh, the movies uh, week-wise differ. Yeah, but for that's sure. Globally, this is the total run. Yeah, but that's globally, like, uh, yeah. as a whole summer thing. So, yeah, number four was Mamma Mia 2. Uh, with 46,000. Four, yeah, sorry, 46,000 entries. Number three was The Meg with 51,000 tickets sold. Um, I mean... Makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for anybody who just wants to go in and have a good time. Uh, what was number num- two? Num- number two was Hotel Transylvania 3 uh, with Adam Sandler and uh, Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. And it uh, earned 60 entries, 60,000 entries. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And yep. finally, topping off the summer, I am not shocked here whatsoever. I'm very happy. I'm yeah, very happy. Yeah, me too. Happy. Was the fantastic Mission Impossible 6, Mission Impossible Fallout with a big whopping 95,000 tickets sold. Yeah. This is just superb. I mean, fantastic. It's no no doubt, no doubt, no doubt in my mind this would have been the number one this summer. Yeah. Um, Lebanese people tend to, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, fluctuate towards action films a lot, and this just 
It, it did it for them. We're happy because it's a good and smart yes, action yes. film. Yes, it's not a it's not a cheesy B action yeah. film. It's a brilliantly made, brilliantly crafted, fantastically stunted, yeah. uh, um, choreographed, choreographed. Yeah, fantastically composed. choreographed, uh, fight choreographed, whatever uh, film. So this was uh, this really, really, really good. Yeah, very happy about this. Bravo, Tom Cruise. Congratulations, four star film. Four star film. Good uh, job. Good. You know, for yeah. for that and Paramount Pictures, obviously. Uh, so that was our, yeah, that's is it for the summer box office uh, top five. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be getting into like weekly uh, box office uh, reports. Yeah, because I definitely do want to analyze it a little yeah. more. Um, so we'll give ourselves a little bit more time in the future for that. Yes. On to the typical Saturday thing that we do on Script to Screen. We are not getting rid of, no. getting rid of this, which is the Script to Screen recommendations. What yes. is yours this week, Had? I'm actually going... Um, to a country far, far away. I'm going to Indonesia Ooh. for a change. Ooh. And I'm going to uh, recommend one of my favorite action films, actually. It's called The Raid. And, <laughs> I've, t- and okay. I've told you to watch it, and I don't think you've watched no, it yet. No, not yet, but I do have them. They're in. Yeah. They're on my hard drive. I do have them. I will be watching them. So there are two movies, but I'm going to recommend the first one. Okay. Uh, it's with Iko Uweis. I hope I'm saying his name properly, Iko but Uweis. I think but I think it's correct. And uh-huh. directed by Gareth Edwards. Okay. And well, it is... Oh. Yeah. Gareth Edwards of... Godzilla, I think, or... No, I don't... Gareth Edwards also did Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Then wow. Yeah, Edwards, yeah. Okay. Okay. No wonder the action sequence is really good in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, the, the plot is very simple. They're in this building that mm-hmm. they're raiding, and uh, crap hits the fan. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. And they have to get out of the building. And, okay. And each action sequence is just more breathtaking than the other. There are twists in the movie. It's a very smart movie. I think to an extent, it's a political movie. Okay, so, okay. So, so you, you'll like that. Uh, and, and seriously, the, the action sequences are just to die for. They are awesome. massively amazing, fantastic. Awesome. Watch it, The Raid. The Raid. Watch it in Indonesian with English subtitles. Of course, please. We don't dub, we sub here. Yeah, yeah. We don't dub, we sub. Um, on my end, I'm going to be recommending, uh, I'm going back to films. It's been a while since I've recommended a film. I'm going back to films and I'm going with an animated film, a very underrated Disney animated film by the name of Treasure Planet. Ooh, yes. I think it's a great, great, visually fantastic film. And I think it's very underrated. Um, It's a great story, a lot of heart, a Disney heart, like true Disney heart. Uh, For anybody who's a fan of sci-fi, it's a great sci-fi film. Fantastic planets, fantastic creatures, alien creatures. um, And there are no spaceships, but there are spaceships and they're literally space ships yep. i mean like they're giant boats like yeah. it's it's just great it's great fun it's great animation uh you know one of those again very underrated disney films that disney doesn't want to talk about which i find horrible because i would love to see a live action film of that because yeah. that would make a good that live action cool. movie that could be cool that cool. would be amazing yeah so that's it. And that's it. We're, we that, finished our first news hour. That's it. Number 1. Fantastic. 12 million and 78 to go. <laughs> so if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Al Mahana on my end and had.solo on my end. And you could also check us out on our website, uh, script to screen uh, You could also check us out on podchaser.com, yep. which is like the IMDB of podcasts. We're going to be collaborating with them very soon. We're going to have an interview with them, hopefully at some point next week, which is fantastic. You can rate and comment on our episodes on podchasers.com, which is awesome. Uh, so that way, it's an easy way for you to get in touch with us. Make sure you also comment, like, and subscribe on Rami and Apple Podcasts. Our episodes will be videotaped from now on. So starting next week, you'll start seeing um, uh, our us. little segments here and there coming out on IGTV, Facebook, and YouTube. We'll let you know about those as we come closer to them. So there are a lot of big activities coming up. Yep. A lot of big activities coming up, uh, you know, including possibly seeing us uh, in, a, in a particular uh, uh, location in Lebanon. We're, we'll tell you about that uh, coming up uh, soon. We'll tell you about that maybe next week. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, have a great weekend. Any last words, Hod? No, just go watch movies. Yep. See you at the movies. Let the credits roll. You've been listening to the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. Cue the credit. <laughs> <laughs>